Welcome to Balance Do. Thank you for joining us. This is a part two interview portion of the show topic, Internet Addiction, Signs, Symptoms, and Treatments. Let me give you a quick overview of the previous commentary on Internet Addiction Part 1. Uh, we covered some good attributes and some bad effects of Internet use. Uh, now, according to the World Health Organization, Internet apps and device overusage is a classified behavioral disorder. If there's evidence of certain types of daily activities for 12 months, as stated in the previous uh, commentary on Internet uh, Addiction, Part 1. Furthermore, according to several psychologists, overusage of Internet apps and devices can cause teens and adults stress, anxiety, insomnia, and emotional issues. And now I would like to bring in Heather Hans, visionary healer, teacher, licensed clinical social worker, and psychotherapist, better known as the healer for the modern age. Welcome, and thank you for uh, attending the show. Thank you for having me. Um, let's jump right in here. Uh, this Internet addiction thing is a re relatively new phenomenon, just recently classified as a disease. However, considering the fact the Internet is such a, a broad communication network with so many multi-dimensional functions, could that possibly have something to do with why people fall prey to this addiction? I mean, Internet technology is, is such a big part of our culture. Yes. And actually, I was going to say that's one of the, the things that makes people more susceptible to Internet addiction is the fact that we use it for other things. We use it for things that are necessary. And so the more you're already using the Internet, in the computer anyway, the easier it is to just slip in more and more time. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, since the, since, since the Internet addiction, like we just said, is fairly new classification, they're still trying to figure out some things about uh, some of the uh, treatments and cures. Um, why would people ever have the, the incentive to stop if there's no real legal repercussions as opposed to um, an addiction to a controlled substance? That's a great question, and we can say that I have found in my work that the incentive to stop doing anything harmful often, unfortunately, comes when, when people hit rock bottom in some way, mm -hmm. when, when some part of their life becomes unmanageable or so painful. Um, but the thing with something like internet addiction is that people can function in a in a, a low level of satisfaction for a long time before something really breaks down. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's a kind of uh, depression. Noticing yourself just kind of lifeless and uninspired is uh, could be a symptom of an yeah. internet addiction that you can catch before it really. Um, before you hit rock bottom. Well, it's interesting. We're on that uh, that that topic of of um, you know what someone would how they would respond and be put in that category as having an addiction. Can we dive into that a little a little more deeper? What what would be some of the characteristics of an individual that could fall into this very intricate trap 
you know, when the when the tentacles are, are so granular, you know, you got the so many function, multidimensional functions, you know, you got the communication, the entertainment, the information, and part of the lifestyle and the culture. What what would a person's characteristics be that, that would fall prey to this addiction? If you look at the demographics of people who are smartphone users, uh, the, it, it just goes up according to the lower their age, with most being under 30, um, but still a large portion being under 50. And so just knowing that that's, that makes you susceptible just because you're a part of that generation the that's culture. on it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And also having less activities planned in your life. Um, our smartphones take the place of activities a lot of times, especially if you are alone. And so if you look at your life and you see, like, how are you filling the slots? are you filling the spaces and there's not a lot being filled, then you'd be at greater risk. Mm. Um, we're just, yeah, flipping into the, the Internet. Mm, goodness. Well, what is, a, what is a logical and inexpensive way to overcome the attachment to some of these apps and devices? Well, it's always good to, if you can, replace one habit with a, a better one and so if you can think of something and start to do some soul searching about things that would make you happy that aren't focused on the internet and um, start to actually build in some lifestyle changes uh, that's something really practical you can do that will help make it easier on yourself and you could also do little things like um, shut down one social media site that you don't use often or usually and you, before you know it, you formed a new and better habit. Looking for more information on this topic, you can find a cavalcade of more information and solutions to your interpersonal queries at heatherhands.com, and that's with an S. Um, again, thank you for providing us with that uh, very insightful information. Thank you for supporting Balance Do. We are a veteran-owned tax-exempt organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and unique ideas, all geared toward strengthening the community. We need your support, whether it's listening to podcasts, watching videos, volunteering, or donating. Uh, we have a special announcement uh, coming Soon, here at the uh, Northgate Community Center, September 6th, uh, we'll be doing a live show on Internet addiction from 5 to 6.30 p.m. We'll be discussing the signs, symptoms, and treatments. It's all free to the public. And we will also be at the Beacon Hill Library September 20th from 4.30 to 6 p.m. The topic of that show will be Aging Gracefully, the Curse, the Blessing, and the Grace. Uh, let's take this journey together. Hope to see you soon. Peace.